Hello! Wow, it's been a while since we've done this. I'm Gemma Frith and you're listening to the very first Wolves Weekly of the 22-23 season. Mikey Burrows is here with me for another season on Wolves Radio. Mikey, it's taken us a couple of weeks to get going for various reasons, but we are here. That's the most important thing. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Um, It's been quite a hectic time. Uh, I think a little bit because of... um, the fact that obviously this is a strange season in terms of the World Cup and therefore we've started earlier and everything's kind of been crammed in. So obviously you've been jet setting. Um, (laughs) I've spent a lot of time in a basement uh, near the south of the Midlands uh, watching the feed and commentating from there. (laughs) And then we were kind of right into the season, weren't we? It's just been kind of mad, really. It's, It's just gone so quickly. I mean, like, I mean, we've both been in football long enough to know that this, we say the same things every year. It always goes so quickly, but it's just, I think you're right. Like, because everything started a week earlier, it doesn't feel like it was, you know, five minutes ago that we were, we were doing pre-season and, you know, the transfer window just opened and, you know, we signed Nathan Collins and we'll speak a little bit more about our signings later on as we go through today's um, chat. But yeah, I mean, pre-season was, was, was great. It was the first time we had to have a proper pre-season since COVID. So, you know, it was, it was really nice. And I think the players were a lot more relaxed as well. Like after the, the, their second pre-season with Bruno, everyone felt like they were really not only working hard for the new season, but socialising, you know, enjoying time together, particularly as well, like with the new signings joining in, with Nathan joining, you know, like it felt like everyone was, it was just, it was just a really, really lovely summer, you know, around the training ground and when we were in Spain and Portugal as well. The vibes were very, very good. Um, and, you know, I, th- I think that's still, that's still continuing now. I mean, with three Premier League games in, we've had our first win of the season on Tuesday in the Carabao Cup. Um, I, I can't believe we're about to have our fourth Premier League game. And yeah, again, it doesn't feel like it's been that long since pre-season. But um, what are your thoughts on our sort of start to the campaign, Mikey? Yeah, it's been, um, I mean, look, there is an element, I've said this on Matchday Live, where we are evolving, not just uh, in terms of the the lineup, the formation, the tactics, uh, as a football club in some respects. And it will take time, and Bruno has spoken about the need for patience. We have seen elements, I think there was a very good period of the game at Leeds. There was a very good period of the game at Fulham and there was a very good period of uh, of the game at Tottenham. There have been bad periods too, let's be honest. That we, we have drifted away in those games and there are mitigating circumstances for that. And But what we can see is a trajectory where hopefully that improvement continues week after week and we've... what. I think I've been most kind of enthused by is our ability to actually control games a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that supporters have been calling for for a while, Gem, where, you know, we always knew that we had the elements within the team to hit people on the counter-attack. That was that was a given. That was how we played. Adama Traore, the way Raul Jimenez was, the way Diogo Jota was back in the day, that's how we set up to play in the Premier League. It is not easy to suddenly say, right, we're now going to control a game by having the ball. And that is a hard thing to do. And it is something that when it works, it looks amazing. Towards the end of a game, when we're suddenly having to chase the game, it's been a lot harder. And we all know that part of the issue we have is to actually score goals. And that's the biggest thing that they still need to address. And hopefully now Raul is fit 
and he got his first goal the other night. And I know you spoke to him. We'll talk about that in a second. That, you know, that's going to change. And obviously it can't all be on Raul. Mm. So my overall feeling, Jem, and I'm interested in what you think on this as well, is that I'm actually quite excited about where we're going on this journey. We're not there yet, obviously. And I don't think anyone would suggest that we were. But there have been signs within the first couple of games that make me feel positive for what's to come for the rest of the season. Yeah, absolutely. I would completely agree with you, Mark. I think it's been, you know, I mean, and we'll talk in, in a second. It's sort of very reminiscent, actually, to the start of last season in terms of, you know, playing well and then not necessarily always seeing the results for that. Um, you know, unfortunately, of Raul getting injured during pre-season was, was not ideal. It's not what we needed. And I think now that we've got him back, hopefully we'll see some more goals, hopefully in the Premier League. But yeah, I think we've had a lot of changes this summer. Um, and I think they've all been for the better. I think that when Bruno first came in last summer, he made it clear that he wanted to play and wanted to set up with a back four. And that, that didn't really work for Wolves. You know, it, it wasn't what we were used to playing. A lot of the players didn't sort of fit into that um, system. And he's now being able to do that from the offset this season. And it's, and it's with sort of bringing Nathan in, you know... I keep I keep mentioning Nathan Collins, but we'll talk about it in a second. But you, it feels like he has been here for such a long time. <laughs> he joined in pre-season, but he just has slotted in so perfectly. Him and Maximilian Kilman together, it just it just works so well. And I think that there's been a lot of changes, but you can already see how this is gonna how this is gonna work this season. And it is it's really exciting to to watch. And um, yeah, and at sort of as I said, like it is reminiscent of last season sort of a couple of games in, still haven't been able to get a win yet. But similarly to last year, we had that cup win against Nottingham Forest and it sort of kick-started our season in the Premier League a bit more. You know, we went away to Watford and we won there. And do you think that our performance in the cup on Tuesday will have a sort of positive impact now on the league as well for us? I think winning a game does. Mm-hmm. I think winning a game, no matter what game it is, is huge for confidence. And they just needed that. And yes, they could have won the game more comfortably. You mentioned the Forest game. Obviously, they were excellent against what was actually a very young Forest team last season. You know, it's nowhere near the team that ended up getting promoted. They were youngsters all the way through and and Wolves completely dominated that game. It was different on Tuesday night. We were dominating, let's, let's be honest. And then Preston got a goal and got back into it and it became a bit more nervy. And maybe more nervy because of the situation we found ourselves in, in terms of we hadn't won a game yet this season. So everybody, the fans, commentators, the players, everybody felt more nervy than it needed to be. It it should give them a boost. It hopefully will. Um, I think it was a brave move from Bruno to to pick so many of his regular players. Um, I think it's a, I, I completely understand why he did that, because obviously, say, some of those players are new, you know, we haven't mentioned Mateus Nunes yet. You know, <laughs> Gonzalo Guedes. These guys need to get used to playing with their teammates. So it was a smart use of a competition where it didn't necessarily matter whether we won, but we wanted to, and we mm-hmm. did, and we got ourselves over the line. And I said to Lee Naylor and Andy Thompson on Match Day Live after the game, when you look for certain things out of a match, the fact that actually they saw through what could have been a really tricky last 10 minutes and added time without any real threat should bode what's a very young defence. You mentioned Nathan Collins. Collins and Kilman could be the centre-half pairing for Wolves for the next decade. Yeah. That, that's, that's there. That's the ages that they are. 
and I guess the point I'm making that is don't expect them to be, you know, Maldini and Nesta or, you know, anybody from Maldini and Baresi from straight away. It's not going to happen. They, they are going to make mistakes. You know, they are young, still young players. You know, neither of them have even played 100 senior games yet. So they are going to be young. They are going to make mistakes. They are going to find their way. Mistakes happen anyway. That's just life. That's just football. You know, you look at the Tottenham goal from Harry Kane. Harry Kane is a world-class striker. He yeah. drifted off Nathan Collins and got the goal. That's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I don't you think can't that stay that switched can... on for 90 minutes, can yeah. you? Yeah, I don't think that that, that Harry Kane... There's, I don't think there's any fingers that can be pointed um, in that situation. You know, I think you know we're playing a, a world-class side, a world-class striker in, in Harry Kane. You know, I, I think that there's... As, you know, the Premier League is is a, is a difficult competition. We always say there's no easy games, but going to the Spurs stadium is a tough one. And of course, last season it worked out brilliantly for us. We came away with a two nil win, and it was one of our you know best games of the season. It was fantastic. But you know, that it, it's it's unrealistic that we're going to be able to do that every time we go there. And I think that you know, I think we played well. There's definitely positives to take, but I don't think there's any fingers that can be pointed from us conceding that goal. Really. Um, okay, so we've spoken quite a lot about Nathan Collins, um, but let's talk about some of those signings. He was of course our first incoming of the summer um, then we've had Gonzalo Guedes and Mateus Nunes um, Guedes was the sort of next man to join the pack and it all happened while I was away at a wedding so I was completely <laughs> out of the loop and it was really bizarre like I just had to sort of follow everything on Twitter I was just sort of refreshing all the time being like have we, have we signed him I was like I was so out of the loop it was it was sort of interesting to see it from, from the other side um, I think another great signing for Wolves um, you know he needs a bit of time to, to settle and adjust the Premier League I think um, but what have you thought of him so far? Joe, it's a, it's a really strange one with me with Gwyneth because he has been linked for so long. Mm. It kind of felt a little bit like an anticlimax when he actually signed. <laughs> like you kind of just went, oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's arrived. I mean, he is at one hell of a player. Yeah. Let, let's not beat around the bush. That is a sensational signing to have a player of his caliber with his international pedigree to arrive at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, and I think sometimes we underplay that because because we have such good links to Portugal, because we sign such good Portuguese players. I sometimes think we underestimate actually what that means to have bought a guy like that through the door. Everybody involved in that move deserves a huge round of applause because that is sensational to sign a player like that. And Mateus Nunes for different reasons. But Guedes has real capability, I think, and I talk about this uh, a fair amount last year, Jen, about, for me, we've always lacked a little something when Diogo Jota left mm -hmm. in terms of a second striker, a directness of play, an intensity on the field. And what we've seen from Guedes so far is exactly that. He gets the ball, he runs at people, he's direct, he's a threat. We haven't seen the goal yet, but it feels like there is something real there that can really add something to us. Um, I really like him. I, I don't know what he's like as a person. I've not seen him around. I know you will have done. Um, he seems a nice guy. I, I met his partner um, oh, in, in the corridor uh, on the, uh, the Fulham game and said, welcome to Wolverhampton and tried to convince them that the weather was always like it was that weekend. <laughs> Um, I don't think that works. Tropical, tropical Wolverhampton. Yeah, <laughs> tropical, tropical Wolverhampton. Um, but listen, I, I get the feeling that he, you know he's very delighted to be here, and um, that that bodes really well for me.
Yeah, definitely. I think he's actually probably the player I've, but I've spoken to least at the training ground, just because I never because I wasn't there when he, when he came in. I, I still need to do the sort of introduction, really. But but just sort of like watching on from the outside, you know, it's what is also so fantastic. Everyone always says, you know, we signed so many Portuguese players, no, 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 no. but they all know each other, and it's in football having that relationship with somebody where you've played with them before. You've you've got a good sort of social relationship with them. You know, they go and you know. They spend lunch together. They spend time together. They know each other's families. They, you know, that sort of like family environment that we have at Wolves is so unique, but also it's so important on the field. They really are all. It, we are a pack. We are one pack. And and I think that you know by by bringing in players that already have an existing relationship with our some of our star players, you know, Jean Martino, Ruben Neves, that's that's really valuable and really important. And and he's definitely looking in from from the outside. He's obviously of course settled straight in because he knows a lot of those faces already. Um, and the same goes for Mateus Nunes. Um, my favourite announcement that we've done so far, <laughs> we, because when we knew he was coming in, we wanted to do a oh, big Oh, hang video. on a minute. <laughs> hang on a minute. This is your favourite because you're all over it. Oh, I also did a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, but it was honestly, it was we we heard that he was uh, going to be in Wolverhampton on, I can't remember what day of the week it was, but it was, it was the, the night before he was in Wolverhampton. But we were like, look, he's not going to do any media straight away. He's just here. He's going to get the contract signed and see what happens. Um, so we sort of like had this big shoot set up, literally from like 24 hours before he even made it into Molyneux. Um, and then honestly, like by the time he came, we'd rehearse what we were going to do, you know, make sure that he had, you know, we, we sort of got all the choreography right of making sure that the announcement video would go well. And then when he turned up, is it, I mean, we have got a lovely bunch at Wolves. You know, everyone is so nice. There's no egos in the dressing room at all. They're all so lovely. But it is a rarity to have a footballer enter a room and before he does anything he wanted to go around and say hello to everybody in the room and and I don't know if you've seen that video but there was probably about 15 of us and he (laughs) came in and he shook everybody's hand and he went all the way down the concourse said hello to everybody and then came back to find out what he needed to do and I was that is just so nice for for anyone to do that any sort of person that you work with let alone a a, an incredible footballer, you know, Pep Guardiola said one of the best in Europe, you know, like for him to come and say hello to you just felt, just felt really nice. So, and of course, you know, beyond just being a great, a great announcement video, a great day, you know, a great person, he's also just a fantastic player and to have him here at Wolves is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, we've, we've seen him play twice now, you know, had his first start at Molyneux on um, Tuesday, he was welcomed in by the crowd, and I am just so excited to see what the next weeks bring. Um, that midfield, like Ruben Neves, Jamatinho, Mateus Nunes, it's just, it's just incredible. I think, yeah. like you know, I'm, I'm a bit biased, but like looking across the league, like that that midfield is just absolutely like top top class. You know, I think maybe like Man City probably beat us there but you know otherwise I genuinely can't name a better midfield I don't think than those three and and so I'm I'm really very very excited to see to see what comes from him and there are good players that can that can sub in there as well oh, if yeah, needed absolutely. you know Leander Dendonka I still oh. I think Dendonka has had some brilliant games at the Fantastic, start of the season yeah. um you know I, I I've talked before Jem I am such a massive fan of Connor Ronan I'm so happy 
he's around. Uh, obviously, nobody knows exactly what's going to happen in terms of the transfer window, but uh, just for the fact that he's had an opportunity in pre-season, I'm so, so pleased for him. Mm. And obviously, Luke Kundal's there, and again, nobody knows what's going to happen in terms of that situation as well. Um, just on the video, because I've obviously been winding all of you lot up uh, since I saw that video, because I was away at a wedding last week, and I woke up in the morning and as, as everybody did, you kind of went to bed the night before, kind of wondering, like, has it been done or not? And I woke up and saw it on my phone. And obviously, I didn't know that that's what you guys had planned. And I was, I was like, I can't believe they've put themselves in this video. This is unbelievable. <laughs> but also, also, just for the point that, listen, I've worked for the football club for seven years now. And I've been around the football club covering the team for, uh, what, 14 seasons now? And when I first started, it was like there were two people in the media team. It wasn't a media team. It was just a, pr a couple of press officers who dealt with things. And I think if ever anybody wants an insight into what it takes to be a top-level Premier League club, a club that looks internationally and, and does things on a level which is, which is unheard of in terms of our football club, this is what we have got to now. You look at that setup. That is amongst the very best. And I know, listen, I'm saying this on your behalf because you can't say it because you're involved in it. <laughs> I'm slightly on the outside of that stuff now. But honestly, <laughs> no, but honestly, when people see that, that is what the level has now become, where a player walks into the building and they are greeted by such professional staff who know what they're doing, who have got everything set up to operate in the slickest of circumstances. That is impressive to players when they come in because that's what the top-level players expect and that's what Wolverhampton Wanderers now produces. And I think, you know, even though we're patting ourselves on the back, <laughs> I think people will look at the content that we put out now and say it is a million miles from what we used to do even a couple of seasons ago. And so I don't begrudge you all getting your opportunity in the limelight. I know there's a lot of you, there's a lot of the team that don't really like the limelight, and you know, they're happy to happy to just go about their work in the shadows, as it were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're if it means your smiling face rather than this face is on a video, I'm more than happy for it. Oh no, it was. Do you know what? We've got a team now. I think of about sixteen people in the media team, and all of them are just like the most talented people in their field. Like we are so lucky to have the people that we do have at at Wolves, and it was it was just really nice. I mean, it was it was a video idea that we've actually our video manager Yanni had had for for many many seasons, and um, we wanted to make sure it was it was the right signing, the right time. We wanted to do it. We wanted to make sure it was good. And Yanni's actually currently on paternity leave, so he missed out. But we just when we, when we actually came around to producing it, we were just like we want to make sure we get some cameos in here like and then of course it didn't go out till really late we were keeping an eye on twitter and it was um it was very funny people keeping an eye on more news seeing if the lights were still on i got some um domino's pizza delivered and we were having tweets of being like something's just been taken into the building so I, I've, I've had to drive and i was like it's just it's just my pizza <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not nunez i've not carried him in, in like a pizza box uh, but honestly it was just it was just a really 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 good day and yeah i mean the most important thing, though, is, of course, that we have signed an absolutely fantastic player and, yeah, really excited to see what comes from him in the coming weeks because he has shown fantastic signs already. Um, so let's look ahead to the weekend. We've got Newcastle at home, our fourth Premier League game of the season. How do you think that Sunday will look, Mikey? Um, I, I think it's going to be uh, a tough 
real tough test. They're all tough tests, right? Uh, as as Nuno used to say, oh, this has been drilled into me for many years. Tough team, <laughs> tough test, tough game. But um, you look at the way that Newcastle played against Man City. Um, they are a different beast this year. We beat them comfortably in the home game last year. He Chan Wang scored a couple of goals. I think his first goal was for the club. Um, both were very similar goals, actually. Raul Jimenez took it down and, and played it through for him. Um, I'm expecting a much tougher game. They they obviously beat us at their place last season, but you know we had injury troubles at the time. We were a bit weakened. Um, they the thing with us at the moment, like we touched on a bit earlier, is we just simply need to score goals, right? So all the rest of the build-up play is there. We play some beautiful attacking football. We just haven't been applying the finishing touch. And I know you sat down with Raúl in the stands after the game the other night and uh, there's a lot of pressure on him to score goals but he's up and running now and and hopefully I mean did he did he sound confident and ready for it yeah he did yeah I think you know he's he's a sort of player that he works so hard when he gets a knockback when he gets injured it's frustrating for him you know he finds it really frustrating because he wants to be out there he wants to be playing he wants to be contributing and so for him to be back you know I think he was he was desperate to get a goal as soon as he came back because he wanted he felt like he'd missed out you know on the past few weeks and he wanted to sort of you know get get straight back into it and you know of course he had that incredible celebration with his with his eye patch and his hook which actually I didn't see happen in, yeah, yeah. in real life in more than you I didn't see I, d- I don't know I just saw him run off and celebrate and I was like oh fantastic but where did the hook come from I don't know <laughs> I don't know Mikey and then I saw it on all the photos and I was like how where Where's he got a hook from? Um, but I, when I spoke to him, of course, about that as well in the post-match, I said to him, like, you know, you had the eye patch in pre-season. Um, you've now added a hook. I was like, next goal. Are you going to add something else? And I was half joking. But then he was like, well, you're going to have to just wait and see. So genuinely, like, we on. might see different props next time. Yeah, is he just going to at some point end up in a full Pirates of the Caribbean outfit? I, I mean, mean, I really hope so. It's going to take you a couple Captain of minutes to sort of get all his props together. <laughs> but no, I, I absolutely, I mean, obviously, I, I absolutely love that. But the more goals that we can see from Raul this season, then, oh, I mean, phenomenal. We obviously will, will, will love that. And it seems like he's really, really excited to, to be back, to be playing, to be fit, ready to go and, and really hungry for goals, which is, you know, all we can ask for. One of the elements that shows how relaxed he is, and we should touch on this, <laughs> is that he gave the penalty away to He Chen. Yeah. Now, uh, Tomo and Lee Naylor were furious on, on Match Day Live. I, on the other hand, completely understand the thinking and the reasoning behind it, and I do not have a problem with it. He'd got his goal. Now, I get that, you know, goal scorers want to score goals and all that kind of stuff. But for me, when Raul is at his best, he is selfless. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how he plays the game. He is selfless. He sacrifices himself for the team. Yes, he wants to score goals, but he's also playing for the team. And if you had an opportunity to help out your teammate, then you take it. Mm-hmm. And so for me... I'm, I fully support the decision he made. It's unfortunate that the penalty wasn't scored and then people focused on it at the time. But I don't know about you. For me, I'm completely fine with it because when it comes to the next time, I'm sure Raul puts the ball down and smacks it in. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm completely on the same um, boat as you, Mikey. I think that, you know, he... He Chan wanted to, the, to take it because, you know, he'd won the penalty. And, you know, in that situation, you know, you don't... 
what if you know it, what if it'd been the reverse and you know he kind of wanted to take it Raul had said no 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 no, I'm gonna do it and then he'd done it and then he'd missed you know like you know everyone would then be and it, you know it's it's always if he had scored that there would never have been any problem and you know it's, it, these things happen and it, it didn't affect the result of the game and that's the most important thing and I think that um you know next time I'm sure exactly as you said Raul will take it but yeah, hopefully no penalties on on Sunday. I'm not sure I can. I'm not sure I can take it. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see what happens back at home uh, to Newcastle, um, and then Bournemouth shortly after as well. Next Wednesday evening, a hell of an away trip for that one. Anyone that's making the journey down on a, on a Wednesday night, and there might be some tired heads the next day. And of course, the next day is transfer deadline day, so we have got quite the week ahead of us. Who knows what could happen in that time? And I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about. Whatever happens. Um, and next week, whenever I, when I speak to you next time, Mikey, we'll also have a look at how Wolves women have started the season, how the under-23s have got started, how the 18s have got started, um, and uh, yeah, and sort of have a chat about them as well, because there's been a lot of changes there too, so lots of things for us to talk about. But for now, I will see you and we'll see you all at Molyneux on Sunday to face Newcastle. <laughs>